The Chicago Popo Report. Paul Cialino is a licensed and board certified private investigator. He's the first and only expert in homicide investigation hired by 48 Hours and CBS News as an on-air personality. Lupe Aguirre. After completing law school, he became a founder principal of an Illinois family law and real estate firm. He honorably serves the citizens of Chicago as a police officer attorney. Together, they tell the stories of crimes committed in the Chicago area and the stories of men and women who serve and protect. This is the Chicago Popo Report. Yo, Chicago Popo Report is back. Saturday night, WLSAM 890. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino. Been a long week. We're back, though. Short week? Weird. It feels like a Thursday. Weird. It always feels like Thursday, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, you made it through Cinco de Mayo fairly I well. I barely got to celebrate. The Greeks kind of stepped on Cinco de Mayo this year with the Greek uh, parade. Up and down Halsey, they yeah, sure what, did. What's that all about? Come on, the Greeks get enough publicity. You don't have to step on Cinco de Mayo. I saw everybody drinking ouzo and margaritas <laughs> on Halsey. <laughs> Everybody's well, having a good time. Know, yeah. Guys, you can split up the holiday, okay? Pick one. Really. <laughs> Right, we want to celebrate both. We never even know when to celebrate uh, Greek Easter. It's always different. It's always different because they're in that silly calendar that you know they they used a couple thousand years ago. No, but actually, we did. Uh, I did make it out to a Cubs game that night. Had a you did. Time. You were yeah. pretty busy that day. It was a busy down busy on day. Halsey Street mm. with the Greek thing. Yeah. Max up on the shoulders. We all saw the picture, man. <laughs> huh? Yeah, it was. It was a great day to be out. Finally, right? Who's prettier, Max or Lupe? That that's the big question all the time when we see you guys photographed together. I think Max takes it. I think youth has taken over, my friend. Max. Maximus. I think you may have peaked, man. <laughs> I, peaked, I peaked a long time yeah, ago. You're on the way down, brother, okay? <laughs> that younger generation, the younger Aguirre generation popping up on you. I'm on the way down. Yes, you are. Exactly. Well, good to see you, Paul. Good to see you, brother. We got some great stories today. Oh, yeah. Great. You better hang around, folks, okay? Do not turn this thing off. All right? What's on the lineup today? Well, I'm going to tell you. We got we're gonna, we always like to do a happy ending, but we're doing a happy beginning, right? This week's show: a myriad of car crashes, avoidable automobile. I got to avoid uh, the automobile mayhem out there on the streets, right? Yeah, there's a lot of mayhem. Yeah, we got Rolls Royces <clears throat> crashing on Ohio Street feeder. <laughs> I, I, that I, happens I, all the time, Paul. I, mean, I got to tell you, I'm not too upset when a Rolls Royce crashes. Okay, I, I, I'm happy because the insurance company losing their minds because they're. They're going, uh oh, there goes a hundred grand right down the old oh. Piper, huh? Well, the tr- driver's trying to avoid, uh, you know, bullets flying. And we got idiots driving 125 miles an hour down LaGrange Road. You don't see that too often down LaGrange oh, Road, do yeah, you? It's tough to get, yeah, it's tough to get up to that speed. Now, you know, when you get way south, you could do it, okay? When you hit that fourth reserve stretch there on the other side of 87th Street going south. But man, I mean, from 87th Street, and this guy was going north. Right going north, yeah, through, through Lagrange towards and, 55, right? Ooh, man, he lucky he didn't kill about 80 people. He made it to Willow Springs, but the Popo got him. They got him, right? They got him, man. New Uber Lyft uh, crime family. They were calling for a strike. We got mad. They're not getting enough dough out there driving them them cars. Yeah, yeah, the the, the ride share crime family. They're back in the news. They're <laughs> they're, they're 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 picketing. You know, you think that's the problem? Maybe they're not making enough money, so they can take it out and trade. Yeah, looking for uh, you know, collective bargaining agreement. They got a point. I mean, you know, they they go public. The the big shareholders are getting a gazillion dollars, millions, right? A gazillion dollars. They're, they're sitting there on eighteen bucks an hour, driving twenty hours a night. Uh, yeah. Barely uh, breaking even at the end of the day. You think the cab drivers are feeling sympathetic? They get sympathetic pains. No, no, no man. No. They, 
The, I, I, the only people that might hate the Uber Lyft crime family more than the cab drivers is the Popo. No, <laughs> oh, yeah. Because they're dealing with their BS all the time now. Yeah, so uh, they're getting in on the uh, picketing uh, action. Yeah, that's right. Well, listen, happy story to start off with. Absolutely. My heroes, Chicago Fire Department paramedics, they're involved, right? Yep. In a big way. Police officer was involved, too. Popo. Yeah. Emergency room people. This is a home run, man. This was an absolute home run. Folks, 16-year-old, having babies, decides to drop it in the garbage can in the alley up on the north side. Although not sure if there was any criminal intent or uh, they were just uh, unsure what the safe haven law has, you know, has to deal with. Folks, teenagers, if you're pregnant and you don't want the kid, you can dump it at any fire department station in the city. And there's about 100 of them. So you don't have to go too far. You can walk to every fire station in this city. There's one close. There are probably more many fire stations as there are parks almost. And the safe haven law loop says what? Well, let me just yeah, I'll get right into it. Uh, if you are pregnant and unable to keep your baby after it's born, you may legally hand your unharmed baby up to 30 days old to a staff member at a hospital, fire, or police station, or emergency care facility. Your baby will be given medical care and be adopted by a loving family. You don't have to give your name or any other information to anyone. You will not be breaking any laws, but you will be giving your baby the gift of life. For more information, call one 888 510 2229 people very important so knuckleheads if you're out there having babies and you don't want the baby just drop it right at the fire police station okay er and you get the walk that's it no harm no foul no questions asked drop the kid it's done don't drop it in the alley so it could die all right so you get eaten by rats or die or you know a garbage can dumps the garbage and it gets impacted Oh, this baby was so lucky. Uh, someone happened to be walking by and just heard him screaming. Heard, heard him, the baby heard screaming, him. right? They grabbed the baby. Baby still got an umbilical t- right. uh, cord attached. And they walk over to the firehouse over there at 17 North Pulaski. And they begin their work. Right. And the firemen look in the paper bag and go, whoa, baby. And baby's not moving when it shows up at the firehouse. Yeah. Baby's not doing well. Yeah. Right? Not Cold to the well. touch. Yeah. And I tell you, a lot of people would... Cold to the touch, baby's not moving, they're going to call it a day, got a dead baby, right? And that's the end of that. But these guys no. and girls, they jumped to it, man. The paramedics were great. We got any sound from the paramedics, Brett? Let's play a little bit of that paramedic. We just kept working CPR. We kept ventilating him with the, um, the mask in the bag. And his collar stayed good. By the time we got him to the hospital, we had just, just a little, almost indiscernible movements and response. But it was enough to know that we had a chance. That is a hero talking, right? Chicago paramedics saved more lives than any single group in the world, probably. I mean, they do it day in, day out, 24-7. You wrote a book about that, Paul. I did write a book about it. And them paramedics never quit. They don't care. They just keep going at it. Listen to what this second paramedic had to say about this. Come to us, man. She would have called 911. We'd have took the baby to one hospital and her to another hospital. We, we, we won't judge. Don't leave your baby in an alley. Come to a firehouse. Leave the baby there. Give the kid a chance. Oh, man, that's a Chicago dude talking there, isn't it? That's very Chicago. No shame, no blame, no names, people. Remember that. Hey, we don't judge, okay? Take mama to one hospital, baby to another. Just drop them at the fire station. Yeah, yeah, and then we go get an old style down the street, you know? And we'll buy. Yeah. All right? But once again, the paramedics pull the baby out of the frying pan, 
Get it to the ER, and then some more miracles start to happen, right? Because they get that baby to the ER, he's not looking good. And Norwegian Hospital, they magnificent, magnificent job. They do a great job. The ER doc, you know, Cass wrote a great column about it in Thursday's paper. And and the ER doc is like, man, I don't think this kid's going to make it, right? And everybody's like, ah, oh. people are crying. Hey, look, you bring a kid into the ER, and they're coding, or they're almost dead, that gets everybody's blood pumping. You might not get your blood pumping over a 17-year-old gangbanger getting lit up on the street. No. But, man, you bring a baby in there, and everyone's got they got skin in the game all of a sudden, right? I mean, although I have seen doctors, uh, ER people working, uh, you know, a gunshot victim gangbanger till the bitter end. I mean, they won't stop. They right. won't stop. No, they don't. But but a baby kind of like... Yeah, it's this whole... You know, different. There's this whole innocence oh thing that's happening, right? Very. And and the doc, she even says, listen, I'm, I'm working this kid. I'm thinking, if this kid dies, I'm done with this business. I am done. I am out of here. I mean, this is how, how much skin she had in the game, right? We're going to actually take another break right here, Paul. We will get back to this. But uh, thanks for starting us off, my non-violent, low-level partner in crime. As the Popo Report gets underway here on a Saturday night, more to come, including Chicago good guy Vince Vaughn needs to download an app for Uber. <laughs> Call for a limo or text a friend, but he sure shouldn't be driving. And a whole lot more. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WSAM 890. <laughs> Popo Report back, Chicago. WLS AM 890, Chicago. Huh? Hey, if you can't listen hey. to the report. Hey. Hey. hey, 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 hey. What are you doing? <laughs> hey, don't. Hey, I'm doing okay. <laughs> hey, if you can't listen to us live, WLSAM.com. You can listen to it anytime you want. No commercials, no traffic, no weather. None of that boring stuff we don't even like listening to. Listen to that podcast. And hey, get it on iTunes. I'm told as well. Get it. You get it in on a, a lot of apps. Get it anywhere, man. Just hit Chicago Popo Report on that little Google search bar, Yahoo, whatever you're using, and you'll find it. But hey, WLSAM.com. It's easy to use, so use it. So hey, we're back to our almost dead baby, Patrick Casey Doe. They named him. Named him after the police officer who was clearing traffic and uh, the paramedics who helped save him, right? Yes. So we get back in the ER, Doc. She's like, man, if I can't save this baby, I am done. I am finished with this business. Now think about that. That's a big move, yeah. man. We just got 20 years of college down the toilet because I'm not saving this baby and I'm pissed, right? Yeah. I I'm, I can't deal with this no more. Mm -hmm. But what does she do? She, she, she saves that baby, right? And the entire ER is standing around. Watching, it's like a football game almost, right? And I mean, they start clapping and crying, saying rosaries and cheering. And this is a big moment, even in this town, this tough ass town, man, where people drop like flies in the streets. And the ER docs, nurses, paramedics, they see everything, everything bad. But man, they pull this baby right out of it. And it's a win for the good guys, huh? Yeah. It's nice to win once in a while. Right. I mean, you know, there's nothing more depressing. You're in the ER and you got to quit working somebody because they're gone. Yeah, I'm uh, glad they didn't name the rock the baby Rocky though. That would have been a little bit too much. Nah, this, this baby's tough though, man. This baby's got it's got, it's got something going on. I'm hoping great things for this baby. Now, the bad news is DCFS has a kid, so whether he can survive that, that's a whole other issue, right? And they did, yeah. They they have they found the parents, and so they're going to be they, involved in some way. They, or they found not. the knuckleheads. The yeah. knuckleheads are uh, it, it showed up and cop to it, mm -hmm. and. Um, 
they're probably not going to get charged or anything. They're both juveniles. They're both knuckleheads. Babies having babies. And uh, almost with a tragic ending. But for once, we win one. That's right. The whole whole city celebrates this one with the Chicago paramedics, fire department, police department, uh, ER people, the nurses. I mean, man, this is a team win. And we are happy. Well, up next, Paul, we're gonna we're gonna shift gears a little quick, and, and this guy really hasn't won one. His name is uh, Officer Corey Dean. Uh, he takes the uh, officer friendly uh, label to a whole different level. <laughs> what did Corey do, man? What did Corey do? Did Corey get himself in trouble? Yeah, well, apparently he was uh, on duty and uh, a little too touchy feely with uh, women that he encountered. Uh, you know, like citizen women. Approximately three over the last. Two years. Uh, and yeah. he got indicted and uh, locked up for his trouble, didn't he? He sure did. He sure did. Uh, yeah, so come on, coppers. Well, listen. Let's. Uh, it happens. But hey, I got a question, Lou. Was, what's your question? Was the FOP out there posting bond for him, hiring lawyers, uh, holding press conferences about his civil rights being trampled upon? Not that I've heard of, no. You know, I, I'm going to make a wild guess here, okay? And I'm going to say. Corey's African-American. He is black, yes. Yes, he is. And and you know what? If you know, if Corey was a white guy that shot some kid 16 times, FOP would be out there wanting to, you know, cause riots over it. How dare they? But Corey, no help. No bond. No lawyers. Nobody's showing up. No press conferences. The fat white guys at FOP, nowhere to be seen. So I guess uh, battery and official misconduct doesn't, uh, you know... Doesn't get them involved. Well, is that what you're trying to say? I'm, I, I don't think that's the problem. The problem is uh, Corey's race doesn't get him involved, mm. and which is what we harp on about fairly often. And well, they don't like. But I'm going to keep harping upon it, okay? Because I'm like their worst enemy. Well, he's facing uh, one felony count, aggravated battery, three felony counts, official misconduct, and two counts of misdemeanor battery. Yeah, so... I think they whacked him around with a $250,000 bond. Yeah, which yeah. comes up what twenty thousand dollars? Twenty five. Got to post twenty five k to walk, and Corey didn't have it. You know, my here. Here's my beef. Okay, he's uh he's working midnights, right? And you work with a partner. Yeah. Where was his partner <laughs> in this whole thing? Why wasn't his partner? You know. <laughs> you think he was sleeping? Maybe in the back seat taking a nap when watching was... watching his bag. Tell him, hey, buddy, I think I don't think you should be doing this. <laughs> That's Let's... probably what he was saying. Like, hey, dude. Uh, they like me. He's like, I don't want any part of this. I'm staying completely out of it, huh? Yeah, and uh, may, might be a witness if we haven't heard his name. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, you know, it happens all the time. I've, I've, I've seen it, and you know, you, you know, you know, <laughs> this is bad. This you, is you, bad. You, I'm not involved. You hear, yeah, you hear rumors <laughs> of, uh, you know, <laughs> bad actors. your coworkers, yes. bad actors behaving yeah. badly, and you just stay away. You just don't want to be any part of it. Let's say you, you don't want to get splashed, do let, you? Let's say you get teamed up with a guy. You know your partner's uh, your partner's uh, you know took off, a day yeah. off. Yeah, and you get teamed up with this guy. I'm taking the day off. That's right. I'm not working <laughs> with that dude because that dude's got indictment written all over the back. Underneath or, police would say unindicted police or future indictment. Yes. And you don't want to be anywhere near that. Exactly. You don't want anything to rub off. Everybody knows who the bad guys yeah. are, right? The district. They all know who the problem children are working around. I bet. Corey's had other issues in his career. Yeah, we'll, so I, we'll be hearing about him soon. Yeah, he was working callback, and now he was officially arrested on charges. Yeah, you know. Not working anymore, is he? No. 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 Maybe no. sitting down there at uh, police headquarters answering a telephone for somebody. No. no I no. stolen bicycle section, Corey speaking. That's, that's about all the work Corey's doing, right? Yeah.
or Corey going to the janitor, hey, please empty that garbage can over there, okay? Boss doesn't like his garbage can much more than half full. Yeah, I'm not really sure what callback does, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess they sit around and answer phone calls. Got to earn that 100000 a year, man. That's right. Right. Innocent until proven guilty, my friend. But, yeah, alleged. That's what the whole system's based on, especially here in Chicago. Alleged, uh, alleged creepy guy. Eye roll, okay? Mm-hmm. It's our next story. One of my favorite stories. Sad story, but one of my favorite. Because why? Because we get to expose why five-year-olds get killed in this state. And this story is about the poor AJ friend, five-year-old up in Crystal Lake, murdered, allegedly murdered by mom and dad, dad a lawyer, and here it comes. It's starting early. Ah, uh, Judge, Your Honor, you need a mental health evaluation on my client. He, he can't, can't help in the, you know, his defense. Doesn't remember things. Give him a little meth. He might perk up a little bit, okay? Because that's, that, that's this guy's drug of choice. And, of course, well, our friends at DCFS, they knew this for years, right? Yep. Yeah, they're inspecting the house. There's hypodermics laying around, dog poop everywhere, no electricity, no lights. And it's going, hey, it's all good. All the signs were there. Ah, we'll let this child stay here. What, what could possibly go wrong with this group who we've been involved with since the kid was born because they're stone-cold drug addicts and they can't take care of this child? What could possibly go wrong? I know the kid could wind up dead, and he did. Do you think the uh, the parents or the dad got the benefit of the doubt because he is an attorney? Well, he I is a licensed attorney. There's, there's it helped. No, yeah, listen, I mean, if you're a professional, a DCFS, you're largely dealing with non-professionals. Right. The state's attorney in in uh, in McHenry County was writing uh, DCFS and going, "Hey, get these knuckleheads out of here! They're clueless." And we got problems, and they're not doing their job. And, of course, DCFS trotted out a couple social workers this week to say how underfunded we are and how unfair it is to pick on us. Please, let me puke in the garbage bucket over here, okay? Right. Mm-hmm. They're not underfunded. They have too much politics going on in that agency, unqualified people doing this job, lazy people doing this job, and they're losing about 100 kids a year to their own neglect, all right? They should be getting locked up along with the crazy moms and dads. You think they need a mental health evaluation? Yeah, I think the whole agency needs one, ex- with the exception of a few people who are trying to kill themselves to do the right thing, but the rest of them are knuckleheads. Yeah, I think it's a good time to take another break, Paul. Uh, but when we come back, we will get to Vince Vaughn, good guy Vince Vaughn, and we are we do have a segment you know, about the uh, Uber crime family. No, no, the uh, rideshare crime family. I don't want to just specifically say Uber. So yeah, They're all kind of involved, aren't okay. they? Okay, we're going to do that, and we're going to get into a little bit, more, little bit more crime and mayhem. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WLS AMA 90. We'll see you in a few. Man, if that don't wake you up on Saturday, nothing will. Chicago Popo Report. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino on the Big 89 WSAM. We're back. Huh? Back. One of our favorite subjects, my friend. Rideshare crime family. Oh, yes, the rideshare crime family. Yellow cab guys are all clapping at O'Hara right now, right? We, we, you know, we never do anything. Yeah, there's nothing. <laughs> the cab guys are pretty innocent. The regular uh, cab guys yes. never make the Chicago Popo report. And, uh, because I can assure you, none of those guys are getting background investigations unless uh, there's a branch in Pakistan, okay, that, that's going to tell us if they've been arrested for anything. They're still getting around on uh, donkeys. I'm, I'm doubt that the background investigations are really, you know, with with the program, as they say. No, they're good. But yeah, we got this Lyft driver who's charged with sexually assaulting passenger oh, no. in the burbs. No. You know what? what's really funny about this one, though? Here. 
Wheeling resident, Mr. Alexander Sowa. But hey, you know where he lives? Where does he live? Shady Tree Lane. (laughs) (laughs) It's a big apartment complex. I'm familiar with that address. Shady Tree Lane. I've done some work over on Shady Tree Lane. (laughs) Alexander may not be even in the top 10 of dangerous people over on Shady Lane. (laughs) And the Wheeling police know this for sure. Yeah. But this... uh, According to Mount Prospect Police, who uh, made the arrest, he's also facing charges in Elk Grove Village. He's an equal opportunity sexual assaulter. Young Alexander. Well, he's not too young. 34 years old. No. He should know better. Uh, but, but he just can't help himself. It's it's uh, it's a chemical imbalance, and you've got to just creep. And it's a chemical imbalance? I think so. Oh, yeah. Well, he sexually assaulted somebody in a parking garage. The victim was able to escape, find someone to call 911. This happens at 10 o'clock in the morning, man. Come on. Dude, daytime sex in the car in a parking garage. Really totally uncool. How, how did Lyft make that miss this one in the background investigation? Well, huh? yeah. Well, it's and Clearly they're not interviewing these guys. We should look them up on Lyft and get his picture. Put it up on our website. Do we have a website? No, we don't have a website. We have a Facebook page, though. No, if you do look at his picture, you could. Yeah, this guy's uh, this guy's a sexual assaulter. We didn't have. It is creepo factor all yeah. day long, huh, ladies. Mm-hmm. When you pull up and they look creepy, they generally are creepy. Don't get in that car. Get, get a new one. If you get that tingly feeling, yeah, just you walk away. Ting- just walk away. Take another one. Hey, our next guy, not creepy. My boy Vince Vaughn, the Chicago guy, right? Yeah. What happened? The Vince got a little problem. My little co-star, you know, yeah. Vince, you, problem. Ain't no one going to jump on Vince in the backseat of Lyft or Uber. He should, why, why is he not utilizing those fine, excellent services out in L.A.? He's a big guy, yeah. But, yeah, he decides to, uh, yeah, drink Vince, while intoxicated. Vince likes the cocktail. We know that, right? He's a cocktailer. Nothing wrong with that unless you get behind the wheel and start driving down Wilshire and Beverly Hills. L.A. cops have no sense of humor, my friend. No, because it's... Especially for Hollywood types, right? No. And, and movie yeah. stars. Unless you're going to give me a part in your next movie, you're going to jail tonight. I think I think police officers live for these types of moments. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. he got arrested at a sobriety checkpoint So in, in Manhattan Beach. Where a lot of, Dennis Rodman lives there, I believe, right? Dennis, Dennis has been known to the Manhattan Beach Police mm-hmm. Department. Mm-hmm. A few loud events at his place going mm-hmm. on for like three days at a time. Mm-hmm. But Vaughn got popped... But he worked it out, just reduced it to reckless, not a DUI. So when he gets the next DUI, it won't look so bad. Hey, you got a reckless. Yeah, but it's not a DUI. I should be okay. Still should be able to drive. Yeah. So Three-month alcohol program, and he was uh, advised that if he drives, drives drunk and kills someone, he could be charged with murder. I'm, really? I'm, I think we're pretty safe on that one. I don't think Vince <laughs> is going to blow that $15 million uh, picture deal for a DUI and... Running over somebody in the intersection. I think Vince Vaughn is good. Hey, when are you going to come back in town? Let's make another movie together. Yeah, hey, and and Lupe and Vince, movie partners, right? That's right. And you keep him on the straight and narrow, bro. He can be leaving this your set DUI, is he? The dilemma. Great guy to work with. Great guy to work with. You guys up there in the near north side throwing bad shots of tequila, and you're going to say, Vince, let me call a cab for you. Yeah. Right? You're not driving that Ferrari sitting out there at the curb. I don't want to call an Uber. I don't want to call a, a rideshare. Uh, you don't want to call a crime Because I don't want you to get raped. I don't want you to <laughs> get, get raped, beat up, or robbed. Yeah. So. Or home invaded. Just call a yellow cab. Call a yellow cab, guys. Right? Because they're indentured sl- slaves anyways. <laughs> Working off of some fee from some bad guy.
Probably the Cohen family, right? Didn't Cohen have all the uh, taxi da- cab medallions in Chicago? You know, Michael Cohen, Trumpy's former New York? He had a Chicago, too? Yeah, Chicago, too. He had a yellow cab uh, medallions here. Yeah, they're all business worthless. interests, they're as they worthless. say. They're all worthless. They're worthless now because yeah. of Lyft and Uber, right? Right. Yeah. Bro, why didn't we buy any of that Uber stock? We'd be sitting pretty right now. Speaking of Uber, they had a strike on Wednesday, correct? Uh, around, around the country. Worked out, did everybody? But people were still driving. People were still driving. I think union, union busters, my friend, okay? No good. I think they had a little demonstration uh, heading towards uh, City Hall we yesterday. We should have the big rat out in the Daily Center or something for the Uber and Lyft drivers who busted the voluntary strike. You know, when they're not out, you know, uh, cre- committing crimes or out picketing. So That's right. There you go. They stay busy. Or, or busting up their own union, okay? That's right. Not very nice. Not very nice. Not going to get a raise when you're uh, out there driving still. You gotta bring you gotta bring the man to his knees. You can't mess around with these corporate types. All right? You gotta stop that stuff cold. Because eighteen thirty nine an hour apparently isn't cutting it when you're putting your own gas and paying your own insurance, right? And if Uber buys you a car, you're making juice on those payments. Yeah. And they will buy you a car. They would say, Come on, I'll take you down to the dealership and get your car so you can drive for us. I'm not sure how that works, but yeah, it uh, sounds a little dubious. Uh, Uber driver in LA explained it to me late. It's complicated, far too complicated for us. Good. Uh, let's uh, let's move on to the next report. Uh, we're going to switch gears again. We got a we got a man charged uh, shooting at off-duty officer's vehicle. Not a good that? idea. Not a good idea. Was that a mistake of uh, you know uh, identity? That was a, a mistake. Case of mistake of this identity. Guy or? Probably don't have a gun, so I could shoot at him. Big mistake. Mm. What happened after he? Shot at that card. You get in trouble. Uh, well, well I, I mean, you get locked up. FOP show up to help him out. No, <laughs> no. West 115th Street. No. Yeah, a lot of bad things happen over there on the West 115th, West 111th. Yeah. I mean, it's a little dicey down there. Further east you go. Yeah, but they, they did take. You know, they got a man. They got him, someone in custody. They charged him. So yeah. at least they got the guy. Give him bond. You get a bond. You get out. Is he going to be okay? I'm sure he'll be fine. Even after shooting at people, right? Yeah. No harm, no foul. But we got a man who flashed his badge after a car accident, right? Another cop story. Oh, ex-cop, please. Ex-cop, yeah. Right? No FOP for him. He's an ex-cop. Daniel Sanchez resigned Uh, in 2018. Yeah. Daniel had like 65 beefs against him when he resigned. But you know what? It's it's not good to resign while under investigation. It's just that's that big cloud hanging over your head. (laughs) Daniel probably thought I better get out while the getting's good, while I can get out without handcuffs on. But he, but he kept his badge, apparently, right? Well, I mean, I'm sure, I, I actually don't, I doubt that he kept his badge because they make you hand over your badge, but you could always get another badge. You get one made. You get one made. You walk I, into I, the yellow uniform, say, hey, here's my badge, and uh, I might lose it. I need a new well, one. Well, I don't know if uh, you can get it at a uniform store, but you could get them in, you know, you places. You get on the internet, right? You could get them on places or well, through people. You get fake passports on the internet. I guess you could get a police badge that looks reasonably... Authentic. I mean, extremely authentic. Extremely well, authentic. Guess what, though? They called his BS and checked and go, oh, Sanchez, you, you ex-popo. You're not current popo. Nice try. Right? But look, you get caught. You're, 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 it's an accident and you, and you flash your badge. I'm like, I don't think you should be doing this. I'm a police officer. This is a guy who like, had 63 on, beefs, okay? So he's not really did one of the smartest guys walking around out there. I mean, that was this was the dumbest move anybody could make, especially a former police officer. And he got but, caught. But I guess uh, he continues. He continues to make bad, you know, bad calls and and judgment calls. Okay, we're going to take another break now, Paul. 
Next, we have this week's painful and unnecessary shootings in Colorado, Texas, and of course, Chicago, Paul. And we've got a great happy ending, too. Okay, I like happy So endings. stay tuned for that. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WLS AMA 90. Ah, Popo Nation, we're back. Chicago Popo Report, Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino, WLS AM 890, Saturday night, Chicago. And the bodies are hitting the floor all over the place, my friend. Never stops in uh, this great country. No, and and this one is especially sad in Colorado. Another high school shooting almost 20 years of the day after Columbine. Kid, some knucklehead, and his girlfriend... Decide to shoot up the school. One's a, the girlfriend's a juvenile, and the genius that does the shooting kills a kid named Kendrick Castillo, and Castillo is a hero with a capital H because he prevents a whole bunch of other people from getting killed. He attacks this guy, jumps on him, and he's a gentle teenager fascinated uh, by cars and engineering. Bro, and he did stop bro, it. This stop, is a he sweet it. kid, man, mm-hmm. with the soul of an angel, and he and he is. An only child, of course, so yeah. it's just a horrendous loss to the mom and Devastated, dad. Devastated, yeah. I watched the dad on TV yeah. the other night, man. I'm I'm bawling right with him. And he said, my son said, hey, dad, if there's ever anything goes down, I'm going to jump on the dude. I'm not waiting. And he jumped on him. And he saved a bunch of other kids. And he got shot two or three times by this moron. And Kendrick was, you know, a gentle giant. This is not a kid that's a fighter, a wrestler, athlete, right? He's just a kid going about his business, loves life, loves school, loves loves all his friends. And this idiot decides to shoot up the school. And Kendrick stops it. And what a story this is. So why haven't we, we, we been able to solve the school shooting epidemic in this country, Paul? Is there not a not yeah. the political will? Is there, yeah, what not, is it? It's political will. Do you want to make it so oppressive, walking through the door to school every day, that there's lines like airport security, like TSA standing there, just shaking everybody down. I mean, or are we just going to gamble, right? Eh, let them in. Let's see what happens. This school in particular did not have a resource officer or a police officer assigned to it. Not in Colorado in a big school. I don't even know how that's possible after Columbine, right? Well, here, the, uh, the gunman, he did. I mean, he got the weapons from his parents. I mean, they were legal. Right guns and just took them from his parents parents have a lot of liability on this uh, well <laughs> believe me they're going to be getting the house suit out of them by every kid who got injured for sure any criminal liability no 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 but certainly civil liability not not unless they knew the kid was a danger the kid and this kid by the way had made threats before the weapon wasn't locked up properly uh, listen, in a home that, that's listen folks if you have firearms secure them Keep them away from your children. Do not let them have access to them. Don't tell them the combination of the safe or hang the key up on the wall so they could grab it and open it. You think they knew that the kid had a propensity to uh, you know, do anything like this? This kid's or been show, a mo- showed this, any signs? This, this was a problem child, okay? Folks, if you got a problem child, if he's not saying he's going to shoot up the school, just assume he may shoot up the school and lock your stuff up. How about that? Just, Let's just a little precaution. Just lock your stuff Common up. Common sense. To begin you're, with, yeah. You're going to have firearms. You've got to be responsible. And if you're not responsible, you shouldn't own firearms. This kid gets hold of the firearms and goes in and shoots up the school. And, of course, I see this brave ass sitting in court, right? 
He gets head down, all whiny and pouty. I hope he never sees daylight again. Mm-hmm. Okay? No grace from Cialino on this one. You, you get no pass for shooting up your fellow students because you're having a bad day or you don't like the school or you think your name might be on, you know, national news. In the news media, don't mention this idiot's name. Don't give him any publicity. I'm trying not to drop any F-bombs right now. I'm really having a hard time. Do not, don't even show his picture. All right? Show nothing. Don't even talk about him. Talk about the case. Don't mention him. Act like he doesn't exist because that's what they want. That's why they do it. They want their three minutes of fame in this country. Don't give them any fame. Put a cold, hard stop to it, and a lot of these school shootings will stop because that's why they're doing it. They want attention. That's exactly, you know, if you want attention, walk into the police station and try and shoot those guys up, okay? You're going to get a lot of attention real quick. You get about 500 rounds coming at you. Don't go shoot a bunch of defenseless teenagers who's in school just trying to learn something so they can get to college and get on with their life. Not to minimize what you're trying to say, that they just want attention. Is it a little bit more complicated than that? I mean... It's always complicated, bro, right? I mean, yeah. there's issues in the home. Mental health parents, issues, mental health issues. I mean, alcohol. Hey, there's always, there's mental health issues, right? And I know, listen, we should treat mental health like we mm-hmm. treat cancer, right? I mean, it's a disease. No one asks for it. You don't, you don't step up and raise your hand and get it. Happens involuntarily, all right? Now, I don't know what this kid's problem is. I don't care. Yeah. Because this Kendrick Castillo, who was a rock star, he's dead. And his mom and dad, all they get to do is go to the cemetery and look at a bunch of dirt and a headstone. Bottom line for me, Paul, if he did not have access to those weapons, this wouldn't have happened. Or it probably, somebody would have caught it down the line or harder to do. Access to weapons. you got to be responsible. Access to weapons. you got weapons, you have to be responsible. And if you're not responsible, you should get punished as maximum effect. And a lesson be learned on. I'm tired of these schools getting shot up. So is everybody else. That's right, Paul. Let's uh, let's go on to the next report. Uh, we're coming back. We're coming back home. Back to Chicago. Ah, we're back home. Sweet we home, a, Chicago. We got a Latin king seeking a deal on one murder, <laughs> and he admits to another. This is this is kind of a complicated fact pattern. So so just bear with me, and you know, see if you can follow along. It's it's, it's hard for me to like you know dissect what's going on here. But I guess this this genius guy. Uh, Rocket scientist, Mr. Gonzalez, he was charged in 2016 with a fatal drive-by shooting. Okay, so I guess he was trying to uh, work something out with the prosecutors. Uh, Latin King trying to work something out? Say it isn't so. It's like, uh, you know, I have an idea. Serge. Serge, what were you thinking? Yeah, let's hear this great idea. Prosecutors love these guys. I have an idea. Okay, so there was another murder, which I, you know. (laughs) I can tell you about. Happen to be, you know, around, and I know some of the contours. And uh, you think maybe I could, you know, you could we, we work something out? <laughs> we always, Sergio, we're always interested in so another like, So tell me, so tell me, what, what, what do you, yeah. yeah, what's this all about? Well, make long story short, he got charged with that one too, right? <laughs> <laughs> because he was involved in that murder, right? Sergio <laughs> trying to cut a deal on himself didn't work out like he planned. So instead of instead of getting cut loose on the homicide, he's getting getting ready to go to trial on. He got a, he picked up a second one. Yeah. So even if they blow the first one, they got the second one to fall back on. I, my prediction is, Mr. Gonzalez, thirty five years old, will never see daylight again. He's done, done, done. Well, he was hanging out with another man named Ghost. They Ghost. Were, <laughs> they were ever been to a Latin King party? I have not been to a Latin King party. 
I'm, we're always open for an invitation, all right, Loop? I mean, we'll, we'll go to one. You didn't hey, get your Latin King party invitation? We could broadcast. We could, WLS probably be down with us broadcasting at the Latin King party. <laughs> I, I'm going to want about eight metal detectors there and, and all your guys from your district. But, yeah, yeah, we'll go. Latin King party. Every, every, everybody's dressed in gold and black. Okay, make sure you bring your gold and black. Got a lot of black and not too much gold. <laughs> look at gold. It kind of washes out the pasty Irish look, okay? So we stick with the black. Well, Paul, we got another uh, we got another Dan Ryan story for you. Ah, uh, they're shooting up the Dan Ryan again. Well, or what no, no, this doing? one's kind of a weird one. Uh, we've got a we've got a victim who was just uh, he just decided to lay down on the Dan Ryan and he was just run over. Someone ran him over. I'm not sure why he decided to lay down on the Dan Ryan. I'm guessing there's alcohol or drugs involved. And was he tired? Was he just probably suicide? Suicide. You lay down in the Dan Ryan. I don't care how drunk you are. It's pretty much a suicide. You do it voluntarily. I mean, I feel bad for the, uh, the what well, I wouldn't call it an offending vehicle, but the, the lady that struck. I mean, she must be a wreck right now. I mean, I'm, are you kidding me? Hey, I like the trooper, the spokesperson trooper, right? Look at this dude's name. Woodrow Montgomery. Now, that's a pretty, that's a pretty cool name. You know what they call him for short? Woody? Woody. <laughs> Woody. Woody Woodpecker. Woody. Woody. You know the boys are calling hey, him Woody. Hey, you look pretty excited there, Woody. But I got to tell you, I worked a case similar to this in Buffalo Grove once. I had a 17-year-old kid, broke up with his girlfriend, and told her, I'm going to go get run over in Lake Cook Road. And he did. And my client, who was leaving work uh, late, about 2 in the morning, driving her Cadillac up the Lake Forest, uh, ran over this kid and killed him. Yeah. Now, he had tried to get hit in the westbound. Oh, we'll, go, we'll come back. We'll come back. We'll finish that great story up, okay, Paul? Coming up next, we have Best of Florida, Utah, Indiana, and Wisconsin. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WSAMA 90. Here are the stories of crimes committed against the people of Chicago. And the stories of the men and women who serve and protect us. This is... The Chicago Popo Report. Ah, uh, Popo Nation, I knew you'd hang in there and wait for this segment. This is, we're, we're ripping through this one. Honest. WLSAM 890. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino, Chicago Popo Report. We're here with our peeps today. Trying to entertain. We're starting to warm it up now, Lupe. Top of the second hour, folks. Uh, we'll start with a great story, huh? Well, you were, you were, yeah, you were getting into something before we had to take well, a break. Yeah, we had, I, I worked a case where this kid uh, crawled across... Lake Cook Road, the eastbound lanes, about 3 in the morning. My client ran him over and killed him. And they charged her, right, mm -hmm. leaving the scene. She didn't know she ran. She just thought she had a bump. She's half asleep, going home late at night. Older older woman in her mid-40s, early yeah. 50s. Hit a possum, hit a, some kind of rodent. Didn't even know it. Yeah. Went out. She watched a story on local Fox Channel. Uh, this guy got killed on uh, Lake Cook Road in Buffalo Grove. She's on... Oh, I come home at that time. She goes out and looks at the old Cadillac, real low uh, front end. Mm -hmm. And there's some blood on the front of that Cadillac. She calls her husband. They call the lawyer. They go in uh, Buffalo Grove PD. She says, yeah, it must have been me. Look, here's my car. And they charge her, man, leaving the scene of an accident, uh, vehicular homicide. We went to trial. I might add we got a not guilty on that case because uh, we proved unequivocally it was a suicide. The kid tried to get killed. I mean, isn't that sort of a rush to judgment? Come on, let's. Well, you I know, mean, did you have to go, have to go through Grove. the motions? Yeah, Listen, you really bro, have to go through the not motions. Not a lot of crime out in Buffalo Grove. They got to take what's given to them, okay? And this was, they walked in, gift wrapped, and said, I ran them over. It must have been me. Here's the evidence. And they were off and running, rolling meadows. 
let's no scratch the surface. Let's see. Let's try to, you know. Let's. Well, listen, the coroner called it a suicide. So how do you charge somebody with this, right? Everybody, because this kid told everyone, I'm going to go out Lake Cook Road and get run over because my girlfriend broke up with me. Previous to that, he's in the westbound lanes running into cars, but they're missing him. He's bouncing off the side of him. And then he crawled. He, I, I know how to do this. Got down on his stomach and started crawling across the eastbound lanes and got ran over. But we got a not guilty in Rolling Meadows, I might have, the late great trial attorney, Michael Norris. But, hey, this, this story's much more uplifting than the next one, right? Rolls-Royce crashes Ontario feeder ramp after shots fired saving so River North Club. I wouldn't expect anything less than a Rolls-Royce in River North. I mean, <laughs> that's that's right. It's maybe, all Maseratis and Rolls-Royces in River North, Maybe an I, Maybe an Eibach, a uh, Lambo, uh, you know. That's right. Maseratis. And, I, and yeah. I'm getting the gangsters, yeah, and they're not too impressed with a Rolls-Royce. No. They, they lit it up, didn't they? Yeah, a little rolling gunfight going on, except the Rolls-Royce wasn't firing back. It maybe had something to do with the passengers inside the Rolls-Royce. Oh, uh, maybe. Somebody was acting up, right? First time in a Rolls-Royce, I'm guessing. Rolls-Royce is too pretty to just shoot yeah, at. You know, it's it's a, the knuckleheads inside. There's a whole protocol on how you should be acting if you're riding in a Rolls-Royce. Number one is not making eye contact with anybody around you because you're too cool. All bets are off at 3.15 a.m., Paul. At 3.15 a.m., that's Any right. given night. Even in River North, right? On Erie Street. I stay away from Erie Street oh, now. You know, here we go in Westtown. All the good neighborhoods getting a little heat, right? Huh? What happened in Westtown Loop? Oh, there was a little skirmish with a bunch of kids. You know, they just, they're just not having a good time. You know what? You can't walk around in groups anymore, Paul. Because <laughs> they're just not having a good time when they're walking around And just in hang out with your boys and girls and yeah, just, you know, right. like go grab a sandwich, go yeah, grab yeah. a, you know, a pop, go grab a, you know, uh, an elote. Every, everybody the would best be elotes happy. in West Town. Yes. The, everyone would. Tell us about it. We got a potential advertiser for the show. Oh, just a lot of great street food in West Town. That's all oh, I'm saying. Okay. You know, like, what's street wrong guys, with... Street guys aren't going to advertise. There's no budget for street guys. Right? No, no, no. no budget no. in the street taco guy. No, Not advertising no. on the Chicago Popo Report. So, yeah, apparently there's a large group of teens, and, you know, they scattered once the Popo showed up. Well, yeah, of well, course. Popo's going to run them, man. With the They're going to run them. With their elotas in hand, exactly. They're going to throw them back on the red lines and get your little butts home. The red line guys are going to complain. What do you want me to do with these gangsters? Gangsters. Lost, right? No, but we get a great positive story uh, next, Paul. Uh, right down the street in Humboldt Park. <laughs> is it really positive? Yeah, it is actually kind of positive. <laughs> yeah. What's what's not positive about this? Well, let's hear about it, man. What well, happened? Well, the victim uh, years you know prior actually made a difference. There's a victim in the story. Yeah, it's very positive so far. No, no, no. <laughs> this is actually not about the victim. It's oh, about okay. his memory. It's about the. It's about the victim, but it's about his memory. Ah, okay. Okay, are you are you patronizing me again, Paul? I'm not, bro. Honest, no? I'm not. I'm just didn't read the story, so I'm just trying to <laughs> I'm trying to fill a little space here. We got a man killed in Humboldt Park shooting. Help spur cousin's UFC career. How'd that UFC career turn out? Do we know? Is there I guess record he's, in there? Well, I guess he's still he's still fighting. Oh, okay. Well, that's still UFC's the top the top end man. You can't get any better than UFC, Paul. No, you get paid at UFC. You know, Joe Rogan, he was uh, announcing for UFC for a still, while. Still is. Still Is he still? Yeah, he's still announcing. Big fights. Well, he doesn't have time. But Joe's just oh got the goodness. comedy act. He's got the podcast, right? It might be a little bit more successful than ours, but not for long. Yeah. Look at but, Becky. Becky looking good, but look, Becky got the headphones on today. Our little producer, she's plugged in. Got, got her brat stop shirt on. Folks, I wish you could see this. Yeah. We get some ratings. We got Becky dressed the right way. Okay, brought stop might be the beginning of a good thing this summer. But the main point of the story, Paul, is uh, 
We got this UFC fighter, Mohammed, who is now 30. He owes it. He owes his basically his life to Suleiman, who was actually uh, fatally shot on Friday in Hubble Park. Uh, he was a you know a business owner. He's a good dude. Suleiman. Good dude. Real yes. good dude. Uh, they both went. To, they both went to U of I. He. Uh, well, went to that school, Luke. I went there a couple, two, three I, years. I know you did. So uh, yeah, he the uh, the uh, the UFC fighter owes his life to uh, victim Suleiman. Was the point of the story, Paul? Well, the, the point of the story is Suleiman, you know, did some really good things while he's alive, and for his trouble, he gets himself killed in Chicago, which is all too often the unhappy ending for a lot of people. Well, it's a tragic story that plays itself out in every large urban, you know, <laughs> especially in our large city. urban areas in this city, right? Hey, but the next story is a little bit more uplifting. Nobody got killed, right? We got a car chase. The Pope Paul. Love car chases. There's all kinds of policies against them, but they, folks, you rev up that car, you're doing 30, 40 over, you're going to get a lot of attention from the popo. And every idiot with a cell phone going to be dropping a dime on you. What happened? Well, Muhammad Nakha, 27, doing 125 down LaGrange and Mannheim Road. Same thing, folks. For those of you who don't know, LaGrange, Mannheim, interchangeable. Right? On the Eisenhower, by the Eisenhower, it's Mannheim. I fifty five. It's Lagrange Road. Same same stretch of highway, though. It's a great stretch of road when no one's uh, no one's around. You could just let it fly. Well, you know, it's late. It's twelve thirty a.m. and he's in his little Jeep Cherokee. And Muhammad says, "You know what, man? I'm going to jump on this thing. Let's see what we could get it up to." Except, you know, at that time of night, especially in the Hickory Hills area, Lagrange, Westchester. Popo ain't got much to do, man. They're all sitting on LaGrange Road waiting for the next drunk to roll down there so they could do something. Here come Muhammad, 125 miles an hour. It is like Christmas Day in May, right? Hey, Mo, slow it down. Mo, Mo, Mo. Slow Mo. it down, Mo. He probably had about 30 Popo cars trailing him on LaGrange Road. But they finally get him stopped. <laughs> and what else did he get arrested for? Well, he's on parole for manufacturing delivery of cannabis. Fido just waited a few more months. He'd be manufacturing all the cannabis he wants in this great state of Illinois. Get his little tax stamp, right? He could probably do 125 delivering and they wouldn't get too offended. But, here, here, but. Well, here, did you see what the judge said? It was actually pretty funny. Uh, he's like, he was lucky. The public was lucky. He's no angel. He's already been in the joint, no pun intended. <laughs> and guess what? He said, my friend, for a speeding violation, basically, I'm giving you a $250,000 bond. You better go sell a lot of dope and raise that one. Except you're going to be in jail. So someone better be selling it for you. Judge Mahoney. Judge Mahoney ain't playing. He's a little upset about this whole $125, uh, 125 miles per hour down Mannheim, LaGrange Road. He wasn't right? too comfortable with that. Hey, but he's still up in court May 22nd in Bridgeview. Fans, you could all go there and cheer. Or, you know, maybe postpone. If the guy was our... His name was Muhammad Kelly. Someone might be posted the bond for him. That's right, Pa. So much crime, so little time. We're going to take another break, but buckle up. We've got funky crime and punishment time. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WLS AM 890. Ah, happy Mother's Day to all our hot mom listeners. You're not so hot, we don't care. No, we, we we tease. We we love the moms. Yeah. Our moms, my mom's gone, but my wife's a mom. That's right. Yes, the Greek mommy, like the ultimate mother, right, bro? Say so, yeah. <laughs> we both have experience with that animal. So yeah, we're just gonna say Happy Mother's Day tomorrow to all the mommies out there. 
You deserve it. All the hot yoga out there. Yoga pant-wearing mommies. <laughs> oh, we, and stay oh, tuned. Our wives are still wearing yoga pants. They're looking pretty good in them. Well, we got a great happy right. ending involving yoga pants and an alligator, so stay tuned for that, right? I can't wait. You all better listen to that one, okay? You don't want to miss that story, seriously. No. But hey, we go to Missouri, down to St. Louis, huh? suburban St. Louis. Let's not, let's not bad rap the city. This is one of the suburbs. White officer, she shot a shoplifter, black lady. Are we, are we shooting shoplifters now? Is that what it's come through in this country? Well, I think she meant that <laughs> she meant to tase the shoplifter. <laughs> this is the old defense that everybody should use. Hey, I was try. I was, I meant to pull a taser to shoot him with the taser, not my gun. Now the taser, big old yellow thing with a big old handle on it. Gun's a very different animal. This is where training training comes <laughs> I in. I guess she had no training, all right, because apparently she couldn't tell a difference between a taser and a gun. And she shoots this lady. And for her trouble, and her attorney said, hey, it's all, an act. it's all a misunderstanding. You know, in the heat of the moment, it's uh, you just have to make a split-second decision. It's yeah. a shoplifter. Come on, folks. <laughs> Come on, it's a shoplifter. That's right. We, no don't, we don't shoot shoplifters. We haven't reached that <clears throat> point yet. No. It's not cool to shoot a shot Unless they're shooting at you, then you could shoot them. Popo Report says that's okay. If, if they're not pulling out, you know, iron and aiming it. Please don't shoot the shoplifters. On the other hand, we'll talk about it. We could burn a segment on this one, couldn't we? Let's take a step back. Yeah, Becky's shaking her head no. She didn't want us to burn a segment. Let's go to the goofy bartender, okay? What'd she do? We've all bartended. You know, we've all, <laughs> yes, we've we all seen the drink. And we like drunk customers because they leave big tips. Uh, usually, usually not. Not the a-holes. Hey, but, hey uh, add another zero on that Amex card tip, okay? $10, make it 100 Come on. Come on, you like me. But you know when someone's <laughs> really drunk, and if they're, you know, saying stuff like, you know, I'm going to leave here and, I don't know, commit a crime. Like kill a bunch of people? Maybe you shouldn't keep serving them. You think that'd or be a good idea? Or maybe you should tell someone, or maybe you should, yeah, do something. I don't know. But but then again, should this really fall back on the bartender? Well, you know, they should. the personal responsibility the and accountability? The, the popo shot the bad guy. Oh, yeah. So there's nobody left to arrest except the bartender. And I might add, not a bad-looking mom, okay? She gets herself arrested, and her front, her little pretty picture gets splashed across every major newspaper in the country. Violating Texas Alcoholic Beverage Code title. Sale to certain <laughs> persons following... Uh, I'm really reaching on that one, bro. I'm guessing that state's attorney though in Texas was about as liberal as they come. I bounce this one. Wait, here, here. This is what the code set states. A person commits an offense if the person with criminal negligence sells an alcoholic beverage to a habitual drunkard or... An intoxicated or insane person. So, do you have? Do you are you qualified to make that uh, make that assessment? Well, if you are, you should be. You should be no one. Habitual drunkard or insane person maybe overserved. Well, but. listen. In this particular case, uh, Spencer, the dude that winds up doing the killing and getting killed himself, he's got a big knife and he's on. He's got it on top of the bar and he's spinning it and asking for you know another drink in his tab. And he says, "I got to go do some dirty work." I'm guessing maybe that's a guy you not want to serve, okay? The big knife spinning on the bar would be the clue, lady bartender. Then again, maybe she's scared. She said, I better give this guy a drink. The knife's going to wind up my, you know, hip. You should chest. have taken some kind of action, called somebody, manager, you know, leave it on the manager. I would have just put it on the manager's shoulder or an owner, you know, someone, someone, a supervisor in the restaurant. Tell them about it, and if they don't do anything about it, that's their fault. Well, I'm just... A bartender. That would, that would have been a smart move, right? Yeah. Use some common sense, folks, right?
Put it on the boss. Put it on the boss, yeah. <laughs> That's loopy. With deeper pockets. Popo Someone with deeper pockets. Our advice is always put it on the boss when you can put it on the boss. Absolutely. On the man. Absolutely. Hey, I'm just serving cocktails. Hey, got a little got a little silly out at Wrigley the other night, bro. On TV and national TV. We had a fan, did something a little unsightly, Doug Glanville. African-American guy, ball player, now an announcer, is doing a stand-up piece, right? And, and what happened? Alleged racist hand gesture. I never even knew about this. Did you? Did, did you? I mean, I, I'm so, like, out of the loop. I don't even know what's going I, on. I, it's the ups, upside-down okay sign is now supposedly a sign of white nationalists. Now, I don't know who decided this or who made this rule, but the dude that was flashing that sign was not a white nationalist, okay? He looked like a Puerto Rican dude with a hoodie on. And I don't think he meant it to be some kind of totally disrespectful thing to Doug Glanville. Think he's just being an idiot? I, I just think he was trying to be on TV like most of the idiots do over there. But when you do an okay sign, you never, you don't, you, come on, you have never. Is there, a, is there an alternative meaning to, to it being a white nationalist power sign? I think there is. I think there's some game stuff going on, some some uh, millennial or Generation X thing, but not, not white nationalist, but the Cubs went way over the top. This guy will never set foot in Wrigley Field again. He's done. Never again. Yeah, he's done. He and it's, it's their right to do. I mean, it's a private organization. They can do whatever they want. And, it, and, it reflects poorly. And, and, and do quite often whatever yeah. they want. Yes. Someone else is going to fill that seat. Actually, it wasn't even the uh, season, season ticket holder. It was... Uh, he bought it off a of StubHub or something like that, right? Yeah. yeah. If so. it was a season ticket holder, that'd been the end of that season ticket holder. History. Well, if he'd have gave it to that guy, they might have suspended his tickets, right? But in any event, oh wait, hey, there's uh, Addison Russell. He's back in. He's back in the lineup. <laughs> yeah, after beating up the wife. Oh, allegedly beating up. Right, well, he admitted to beating her up. Didn't so he? he was back Wednesday to a mixed mixed reactions from the fans when uh, he, I was watching I, the game. I watched that reaction. Was it too mixed? Like, he got the like, hell boot out of him, like, right? Yeah. And, like, and that's where Sox Park, there'd have been a lot of cheering going on, okay? It's a cell. Yeah, the old cell. That's acceptable on there. On the south, south side, side. I'm going to tell you. They wouldn't have been too upset, but he just served, what, 40, 60 games suspension? Big suspension. Yeah, so we never thought he would. We actually thought he was, he was done. It cost that dude a lot of money, man. Yeah, well, Popping mommy in the chops that cost him some serious money. Well, the PR blowback on that? I mean, are you kidding me? Nah. So he went 0 for 3, so I, I don't he think. He struck out. Bunch of time. He didn't play that good. Playing second base. Mm -hmm. Don't mess with Javi, all right? Just leave Javi at shortstop. Do not mess with that dude, who might be the MVP right now. I think they should leave Javi. Yeah, let him do his thing. Do and not mess with Javi, man. Work okay? around. Work around Javi, exactly. If you mess with Javi, you should be fired. Leave Javi alone, who's hitting home runs, making spectacular plays. look like Willie Mays at shortstop, all right? Hey, but look, Stormy Daniels is back in the news. <laughs> you love Stormy, can't she's trying to stay in the news? She never left, but Here, she's she's in there all the time. She had a shocking confession. No, you know, I'm not great, sure Trump. She said, "I'm sh I'm not sure Trump is worse than Evanati." <laughs> so, in other words, in other words, on the morality Richter scale, <laughs> Evanati has now fallen below Trump. Say it ain't so. It's well, Stormy Daniels. Steve Greenberg loves this story. Greeny just yes, yeah, Stormy Daniels ripping our former lawyer. Now, not would not be the first client that has turned on a lawyer, my friend. <laughs> she was doing a she was doing a stand up bit. She was taking questions. She's doing a Q and A, as they say in the business, right? Well, yeah, yeah. After yeah. after she did her stand up bit, not yeah. not a not as a comedian, but just you know as a storyteller. She 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 is funny, but she's not trying to be. Stormy Daniels says, Avenatti, 
I don't know. I might mean, like Trump better than Avenatti. But she, she said, someone said, well, you know, Avenatti ever put a move on you? You ever get inappropriate, right? And she goes, hey, I was never alone with that dude. Not one time, not for one second. There was always somebody else in the room. Avenatti's not too stupid, mm-hmm. okay? But, but she says, besides that, Avenatti always thought he was prettier than me. I'm not getting with anyone who thinks they're prettier than I am. <laughs> That's a great lie. I, <laughs> and, and I, and I got to tell you, Greenberg would say, true, true. Very true, Stormy. Greeny go, yep, yep. Avenatti thinks he's prettier than everybody. Turn down her lawyer quick, man. And she also predicted that she also predicted that he that Trump will not be be reelected. Let's see if that plays out, Paul. We're gonna take another break right now and coming back. We've got funky crime and punishment time and that great happy ending. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WLS AM eight ninety. Nation, you and them banjos, you know what's going on. We're going down south. We're going down south, way south of Mason Dixon. We're going one of our favorite states, Sloopy and Paw. Love Florida. WSAM 890 Chicago. We're heating it up now, folks. Banjos playing down in Florida. Heating up down in Florida. Getting hot down there now. That's right. Paul's going to leave that Chicago accent behind and start uh, that southern accent. Yeah, y'all, y'all we're boy. going down south, y'all. Get to have some grits and black beans and hammocks and all that, right? Down south, get that at Wendy's down south. Okay? I'll take a, I'll take a salad, Paul. I'll pass it. I know, that. You're, you're the cleanest eater I know. All right, that's why you know. That's why you look so good. What, what did you eat the other night? You had a. You I had, had the breaded steak sandwich. Breaded steak sandwich, and I'm looking at the menu. I'm what like, was the name of that show we did with our friend James? What was the name of that show? Car con carne. That's right, man. Hot hot podcast. Lupe Guire, Paul Cialino, guest stars. You should be, uh, I think it'll be ready by next week. Unplugged, man. Unhinged. Next week. Uh, you yeah, wanna, you want our executive producer, Lisa, listen to that one. She'd check be, us out. She'd be jump, we'd be getting an email on that one she watches or listens, right? Check us out. Yeah. Right. Carcone Carnage. That's right. We got uh, we got carte blanche to say whatever we want it, right? But yeah, you got that steak sandwich. I got a, I got a meatball. It was a really <laughs> a good meatball. meatball. It was a meatball yeah. sandwich. Hey. I'm like, hold the bread. Hold, it, hold the bread. Hold the sauce. Just give me the meatballs. Give me the meatball. That's right. It's funny, you're about 2% body fat, okay? And I'm about 20% body fat. That's how that works out. Maybe about seven and a half. That's not very unhealthy. 2% body fat is very unhealthy. <laughs> you just got <laughs> Right, Lisa? I mean, right, Becky? It's oh, very, wow. very unhealthy. You didn't call Khaleesi Lisa, did you? <laughs> Khaleesi Lisa. <laughs> the dragon be going by the sixth floor here in a minute out the windows, right? Past the Swiss Hotel in the Sheridan. <laughs> Swish, we'll be here now. Well, hey, but we're back in Florida, right? What happened, Luke? What happened? What did a young man do down there in Florida at the old grocery store? A little Florida man accidentally shoots himself in the Publix. That's uh, you know, a grocery store over by there. Yeah, it's down. a big chain in the South, Publix, man. That's a big blue sign, white lettering. Okay, yeah. that's the major grocery store in the South. But it happened in Land Lakes, Florida. So that's where they make that delicious butter. I never knew that. <laughs> I'm not sure they make butter in Florida. I think it's the Land Lakes in Wisconsin or Michigan, Minnesota. So that isn't where they make the Land delicious Lakes, butter. Fifty thousand likes in Minnesota, my friend, up north. Okay. And Florida's got oh. a lot of butter. They don't make the land like butter. I don't make anything like that in Florida. No, no. They make no. tourism in Florida and Mickey. Well, why right? are they misappropriating that name, though? I don't know why. It's a it's a city name. Okay, some goofy. Probably got a lot of lakes in the little city there. So they don't make any butter. No, no butter. Okay. No, I'm I'm saying no butter. We'll have some sharp listener that's on Google right now trying to figure it out. Okay. But the dude shoots himself accidentally in the leg. 
Well, he got the lucky. Store. They usually shoot oh, themselves in the yes, junk. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> or in the buttocks. That's right. You know, and we <laughs> know if he lived in Illinois, he'd be making that stat on uh, what's our favorite website? Hey Jackass. Hey Jackass. This boy. <laughs> The, the junk sh- shot in the junkle meter. Oh, exactly. you know, we should do a Hey Jackass website in Florida because it'd be better than the one in Illinois by far. Here you go. We're going to be moving on that. Okay. We'll do that. Hey, we got another Florida man ah, in the story. I like this story, man. I just, uh, this, is, this is why we play the banjo music, folks. Tell oh us what God. this other guy oh do. He got arrested for I eat ass sticker <laughs> on rear window <laughs> of his truck. <laughs> Here, look, I think that's just a misunderstanding, you know? Yeah. Maybe he likes donkey food. Bro. Maybe he's in. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing it's not donkey a, food. Maybe he's in a jackass food. I mean, let me tell you. Here we what's go. What's the problem here, Paul? The problem is we have another dude with two names. Okay, two names: Dylan Shane Webb. Dylan Shane got the I eat ass sticker in the window, and the people were offended and locked his butt up over it. I think that's just, that's that's taking it way too far. And like City Floor, I don't know. I had arrested him, but I'm maybe. Made him get out there, and Dylan's claiming First Amendment. He couldn't find the First Amendment with a library and a computer, okay? <laughs> but he's claiming, some lawyer, no doubt, is claiming First Amendment. But Dylan got locked up, and uh, now we go to Utah. Not so banjo music but uh, it's a great story. Huh? Utah women are tough, brother. What you do? What does Chicky do, man, to her boyfriend? Listen, her boyfriend was sick, okay? And you you, you go through your, <laughs> your, your medicine cabinet, and you just pick the wrong bottle. I mean, I keep I my Drano in my medicine cabinet. If it's late at night, I'm groggy, I'm looking for some meds. Yeah. I, I might accidentally pick up a can of Drano. Blue bottle. Yeah, it's the, dark, Paul. The, the poison lights. signs on it and the red cap. Yeah. And what if you don't read too well? You know? Lupe, you got a law degree. You read plenty. No, I'm not... I'm not <laughs> you know, I'm not... Putting not myself, you. I'm not putting myself uh, in a situation. You're but talking I'm talking about Young Ellie. But right? I'm defending Miss Young uh, Ellie exactly. Ellie Wiseman gives her boyfriend a little chemical, so he would go to internal sleep. I think Young Ellie knew Drano is probably not a good product to be putting in your sacred body. What was it? What was the headline on this? Not very Mormony. Is that it? Huh? It's not very nice. Not very nice out in Utah, right? Ellie. Ellie, you can't give... There's a 50-year-old boyfriend, okay? You, we know she was tired of his old ass. That, that's the bottom line here, okay? Little Drano, that'll be the quickest way of getting rid of this old man. I'm tired of dragging him around. Is he still alive? Yeah, the, guy, the guy's made it, huh? He made it, huh? Drano apparently wasn't too toxic for him. He's been putting toxic stuff in his body for 50 years now. Little Drano might have even perked him up a little bit for a few minutes. Well, he's a right? tough guy. Yeah. Moving, moving right along. We still in the south or out west? Where are we? Oh, back to Florida. How well, about no, that? No, no, what is, what a shock. Back to Florida. Uh, Maybe involving some Florida gangbangers or gang, gang members. I don't think gangbangers. What's the difference with a gang member and a gangbanger? Well, gang no bangers are right? out there banging. They're uh, shooting. Bang. Okay, that's, that's the word gangbanger. So gang members are just out, you know, just hanging out? Well, I love the name of this. This gang, Crazy White Boys. Okay? CWB. <laughs> it's CWB, Crazy White Boys. I mean, do you think they just sat down and just had a long session? Let's let's get the best name we can. Crazy White Boy wanted to put a racial slur tattooed on his neck, which will really work out in jail in Florida where the inmate population, I don't know, about 80% African-American. They're going to love that tattoo on Crazy White Boy, right? They misspelled the racial word. The crazy white boy is not only stupid, but can't spell. 
Fudge N-word with a, one G. I mean, yeah. Genius. Jesus. Genius. And and he had it tatted up, didn't he? Didn't he? Maybe he just didn't like, maybe he, he had a trip out to, uh, out to, you know. Uh, <laughs> I think he was smoking some Drano. That's what I'm thinking, okay? No, he had a trip out to Africa, and he just had a great, he had a horrible time in Niger, and then he just decided, you know, just tattoo it on his friend's, uh, you know, neck. Yeah, crazy, right? crazy, crazy white boy doesn't begin to describe the dysfunction on this one, okay? Ain't his mom pa happy down there in Florida? Son, you can't even spell the bad words, okay? You got to be able to spell them bad words. You're going to tattoo them on your neck. What's <laughs> the matter with you? Now, never mind. We should be offended by what he's tattooing on his neck, but mom power is like, hey, you can't even spell that word. He has a great middle name, though, Wolf. Brett Wolf Singleton. Just mm. tells you what the mom and dad are like. Are we, are, are we even curious as to why this kid is a white nationalist, crazy, crazy white boy club member, gang member? There's just huh? no opportunities down there for a white boy down in Florida. You know, you got to just get into a little gang action because, you know, you all the opportunities are taken by somebody else who who loved, who loved, who loved, who loved to work. Yeah, okay, they loved to, you know. He went to work at Disney when he pulled that big goofy head off. All the all all people at Disney could see that beautiful tattoo. Or that maybe out well, you think of a job at Legoland or something? Legoland, yes, that would be a big hit at Legoland, too. I mean, yeah, you could I'm, just. I'm guessing some parents may be a little offended by that tat. Put a little cover up when you're working. I mean, that always works. A goofy mask would work, right? Hey, what about this one? We got a, we got a, we got a like, bad guy who's um, robbing Dollar Tree stores you know, out in Gary. Ah, well, you know, hey, what, what are? I've been in Dollar Tree stores often, in and my life, nothing right? costs a dollar. It always costs more. Oh, than, yeah, yeah, it always about a five dollars, right? But. But I've it never, is reasonably inexpensive there, right? Reasonably inexpensive, and, yeah. And a lot of secondhand merchandise, a lot of stuff that might be spoiled or past its due date. Uh, you know, they're, they're working on slim margins there, as they say in the biz. That's if right. you're going to be robbing stores, folks, dollar stores probably not the place to rob. And we're working on a slim margin right here, Paul, because we have to take another break. Uh, you've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WLS AM 890. Because I'm TNT. I'm dynamite. Oh, Chicago Popo Report, people. We're back. Hot ending coming up. This is it. Don't turn off now. This is, this is where it gets exciting and fun. Oh, I love listening to Bon Jovi. It's the best. <laughs> Me too, brother. WLSAM 890 Chicago, where we have no idea who's singing the song and don't care. And you probably don't either, because if you're listening <laughs> to our crazy asses, it doesn't matter. Right, folks? What do you mean? It's not Bon Jovi? I don't think it's Bon Jovi, okay? Is he out making some butter in Florida? He's making butter in Florida, that's right. Okay. Maybe St. Paul. I don't know. All right. Becky corrected. We self-corrected. But hey, we're closing out hot now, and I love this story, huh? Because everyone knows Costco's got no security cameras, right, folks? They don't have any inside. Don't have, They sell them by the thousands. I think everyone knows Costco's got security. Great cameras. But apparently, this dude in Wisconsin, what did he do, Loop? What did the brother do? <laughs> Walked out with 24 bottles of the cognac, little nyack. Little, little Hennessy, man. Yeah, that's the good stuff, right? He filled up that shop, that big old Costco shopping cart. How do we know this? Because it was all on video. And the Popo are going, uh, somebody call us and tell us who this knucklehead is. And I mean, there he is, looking up at the camera, smiling. I just got out of here with 24 bottles of Hennessy worth uh, retail, $1,541 and 75 cents. Wait, didn't he also take up? Security system along with it. Yeah, that's <laughs> I great. I took a security system yeah. with him because I want nobody stealing his stuff, right? 
And then he drives away in his 2018 Dodge Caravan with Minnesota plates reading Ben-904. Gee, I don't think they're, those are personalized, right? Wanna, I'm, I'm going to make a wild guess. This guy's first name would be Ben when he gets arrested, or Benjamin. That's, that's my wild guess in this one, because Costco has got about 9,000 photos of him walking out with the Hennessy, getting into his car and driving away. Yeah. Gangsters, gangsters, gangsters. All these big retails have cameras. They have digital cameras. They like robbing a bank now. Geniuses. Even, how about the red line, huh? I mean, the red line's got video everywhere. You shoot somebody on the red line, so there's going to be a picture of you. Baby mama going to be calling up Popo and say, I just saw my... Someone's going to rat you out. That so. dog that ain't paid child mm -hmm. support in five years shooting people on the red line. There's cameras everywhere, and Costco especially. So... It was a. It was only a great story because there he is smiling, walking out with the cart full of Hennessy. They sell so much booze, Paul. They do. I man. mean, you uh, can, I, have you, do you like the cognac? I like a good cognac. Like I wouldn't cognac. say uh, Hennessy. I'm not, I'm not a Hennessy person in particular, but you, I do like cognac. You ever mix the cognac? I don't mix it with like milk or what? No, no, no. With like here, there's a drink called uh, the Hulk. You mix Hennessy or cognac yeah. with hypnotic. And it looks, it turns green. It looks just like the Hulk. So like, delicious. Like are we talking shrooms hypnotic or are we just talking the hypnotic? It's, it's, it's a drink called hypnotic. There's a <laughs> okay. bottle called hypnotic. Like a legal one, right? A legal one, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. It comes in 750 milliliter bottle. Yeah. So it's called the Hulk, Paul. Next time we're out, I'm going to get you a shot of the Hulk. I want a shot of the Hulk. We'll try that, but I don't want no Hennessy. I want a good good cognac. In I'll get drink. you Louis okay. the, uh, Louis, is it Louis the 15th, Louis the 13th? One of the Louis, right? Bro, what's the world coming to? Lego box. Didn't have any Lego bricks in there. What did it have in there? <laughs> a little, what did the Lego some, box have in there? Some bro? Nar some narcotics. Yeah, what kind of narcotics? The bad narcotics. Not uh, the good kind. The, little, the kind that'll turn your uh, skin into alligator skin and rot your teeth and uh, <laughs> it, it's you right. know just it makes you look pretty bad, unattractive. Let's say just, you're not going to use it up. for your Tinder or whatever account you have out there. Okay, you're not using that meth picture, South Carolina. What a shock. People using meth in South Carolina? Oh. Are you serious? That's it's, gotten, it's gotten that bad? Say it's not so, and, and apparently putting it in Lego boxes, right? Well, I mean, it was an honest mistake. Well, not an honest mistake. It was. There's a little bit more to the story, right? You know, it just didn't get to the right place. Well, they gave it to a kid for a Christmas or a birthday present. But how did that happen, though? I mean, how, it, was, it was an honest mistake. How did that actually... How did it get well, to the I kid? Well, I can tell you how it happened. Some employee was hiding his method there and, and then forgot what box it was in, and it wound up getting sold, and a little kid got a box of meth for his birthday. Yeah, well, yeah, well. It, in there was South actually, Carolina, I could say maybe there was a mom and dad in there that might have been happy about that birthday present. Apparently well, here, not because the popo were involved. There was actually a big investigation, and they concluded that the Lego set originally been mailed by a drug trafficker, but that package was never delivered. To a fault due to a faulty or non-existent address, and then you know the package somehow made it to the Lego store, and it was just sitting there, just sitting there waiting to be bought, and it was bought, and then it was opened, and then there was meth inside. This is a convoluted story, and I'm not sure I'm buying. Okay, I'm not sure it matters, but. And that's the extent of the story. All you meth heads, run down to the store and buy Legos, and maybe you'll get lucky. Maybe there'll be some meth in there for you. And you get it for the price of a nice little Lego set. That's a, that's a good deal. And meth heads are probably shoplifting it anyways, but it's going to be a run on Lego, I'm predicting, after this show. You know, we, you were, we were just at the uh, Legoland, and I'm, I'm just glad 
Max didn't find any meth in his Lego boxes. That's a nice thing, right? The lovely Lego Land in Schaumburg? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I bet, I bet they're pretty happy about no meth being in the boxes, too. Huge, yeah. So when we got there, um, my wife, you know, neglected to tell me that, you know, ages from three to like, you know, teenagers. So Max is at the at the lower end of the three. Yeah. So he can really enjoy the full extent of what Legoland the had. Full the full Lego experience. Yeah. Because, you know, he's on the on the smaller side. But yeah, it was a great time though. We'll go back when he's uh ten. I like them Legos at the yoga studios. That oh, Lego set. We got a much nicer. We got a yoga pants story coming up though, but first Oh we do. We got someone desecrating a, a baptismal. Oh, a naked tweaker. 21. North Dakota. North Dakota. Not a lot to do when uh, it gets cold in North Dakota, is there? Again, and, and it's cold in North Dakota till like August. Again, involving methamphetamines or <sighs> the devil drug, my friend. Colloquially known as meth. It's a devil drug. It's evil. Oh. Spawned by Satan. Oh, yeah. It's just the worst. It's stuff. like drinking Drano. <laughs> it pretty much. But it won't and kill you. You look like you've been drinking Drano you know, after a few months yeah, of meth, huh? Yeah, Drano and butter. But it's cheap high, man. Ten bucks a shot. You could get lit up for well, about ten minutes. Yeah, so Zachary Burdick, 21, he was, uh, I guess he was tweaking and he was trying to bust, uh, you know, uh, an almond in uh, in church. Spirit of Life Church in Mandon, a Bismarck suburb. Bismarck has suburbs? Really? <laughs> Isn't Bismarck like a suburb of uh, Denver? I thought Bismarck was a suburb of Fargo. Potentially, possibly. Probably on different ends of the state, though, I think. <laughs> but he's in North Dakota in the baptismal fountain uh, acting inappropriately. He goes off to jail. Charged with a felony indecent exposure. Didn't know there was such a thing. Of course. But I'm, I'm guessing in North Dakota, that's going to wind you up in a North, Department, Department, North uh, Dakota Department of Corrections real quick. And my bet, you know, you might not be invited to Bible study group once you get there. Happy ending time, Is Paul. It happy we're back. Ending time. We're back to Florida. Oh yeah, well, we're back to back Florida to and Florida. yoga pants. Two of our favorite subjects: alligator and yoga pants. No, oh. not a yo Pray tell y'all. Just tell me, please. How did the damn alligator get in a youngin's yoga pants? Well, meet Ariel Laquire. Where's the Laquire? I don't know. Like wire, I think. Wire? Yeah. <laughs> she had an alligator, a foot-long alligator stuffed in her pants. So her and her boy, <laughs> her and her boy, they were driving. It was what? It, was, it had to be in the middle of the night, right? 3.15 a.m.? Pretty much like middle of the night at 3.15, yes. Nothing even in Florida. positive happens around 3 a.m. Nothing's Florida. good happening. And if you're the popo and you're pulling over somebody and they're a little bald in there, Florida apparently could be an alligator. So I guess it's a misdemeanor to carry 41 small turtles in a, in a bag. Who, who would have known? Wow, that's kind of weird. Who would have known? But I then, see a novel coming up out of this one, okay? But then they asked her, do you have anything else on your person, ma'am? And she <laughs> takes out this alligator. I mean... One foot long alligator. <sighs> it was a snapping and growling when it come out of them Wag, yoga pants. Scratching and <laughs> sniffing and biting. Yeah, they no? didn't want it out of them yoga pants, bro. I'm, I'm guessing this is not the girl that's going to be on the front of Yoga Magazine, okay? <laughs> She's not going to be it. I mean, she's going to be one of them wearing yoga pants that are like 32 sizes too small for her. Well, Miss LaCroix worked as a crabber, so I guess she's not. She worked as a crabber. crabber. So this is right up her alley. <laughs> On a shrimp boat. On a shrimp boat. Yes. Down there in South Carolina. Down there in South Carolina. We well, got to well, go, Paul. bro. I guess that's the end of the show. It's been another great night. And as always, don't poo-poo on the popo. And mind your own business. And watch your six. Thanks a lot, Paul. Becky, good night.